You're listening to Fear the Nth Cast. I'm JD. I'm Jason. Yeah. Coming in real deep and <laughs> sultry like. <laughs> no, this is uh, the Fear Hour. Yes. JD and Jason. I'm going to break it down real smooth for you. <laughs> How are you? Other than. Uh, I'm on the verge of sickness. <laughs> I can tell. Oh, damn it, I will, well, I will truck on. I'm going to have to disinfect that mic. Yeah, you are. You want to scrub it with something. <laughs> well, what's weird is. We'll just pour what's left of the whiskey see, on the mic after. I have a mic that's just mine, but y'all share that mic. That's right. <laughs> and it just cracks me up. I'm like, I don't know how many times uh, y'all have accidentally like kissed because, you know, your mouths will both touch. Not them. even when recording. <laughs> <laughs> It's just shit happens. <laughs> I don't know. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Yeah. I had, you know, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like I was, I was talking to a friend of mine, like going to family's Thanksgiving and stuff. And he was telling me, he was like, have you gotten to the point with your wife where you're totally open with telling her that her family's food sucks and <laughs> your family's food is good. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm totally open. Cause yeah. my wife's family's food, like there's some good stuff. Stuff her dad makes is all right. But holy hell, it is, it is terrible in comparison. Wait, some, some families just have weird traditions. Yeah. Like my wife's family, the meat is good. Like, uh, her dad makes a really good turkey, really good ham. But some of the sides, I'm like, who the hell came what? up with this? What is this? They, they make this fruit salad. It's like, Cherry pie filling and Cool Whip, and then like and then you just throw a bunch of marshmallows right, in it, and then canned pineapples and like some nuts, and they eat it as a side. I'm like, well, this is a dessert <laughs> to start, and it's disgusting. And it's not good. No, it's just gross. It's a charity meal or the salad that they make. They always throw peas in it Ugh. in like a in like a table yep. salad. I'm like, this yep. is weird. What is this? Man, but yeah, it was good. Yeah, so, see a lot of family. Try to remember people's names. Right. Pretty much all. Ours was really small. There was only like twelve of us there, and I made a pie. I made two pies, Ooh. and they turned out very well. The pie meister. Yeah, it was. It was a good time. Nice. And then that night, my wife went Black Friday shopping, and I went home with the baby and went to sleep. Dude, yeah, I did not do Black Friday shopping. I did some Cyber Monday. Yeah, yeah. Got my ass a new laptop. There it is. So, digging it. So we're gonna be stre- streaming again now. That's right. We're coming back. Sweet. Well, now I can do dual monitor, so it's so, important. What are we gonna stream? Uh, whatever the people, uh, some sort of Walking Dead game. <laughs> yeah, uh, what, one of the Telltale games. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Anyways, okay. So this episode of The Walking Dead, The King, The Widow, and Rick. Uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Uh, I enjoyed it. Thought it was yeah. a good episode. Thought it was a strong episode. There were some parts that I was not a huge fan of, but as a whole, I enjoyed it. Um, Aaron. Uh, yeah. on uh, Twitter mentioned that he felt like instead of last week where it was like a bottle episode, you know, it's all wrapped up in a bow, just sure. a standalone. This one almost felt like it had too many stories, too many moving parts happening at once. Okay. And I could see that argument, but I, based off where we are in the season, it's, it's kind of what's going to happen this week and next week before the mid-season finale. Yeah. A lot of moving parts, <laughs> but I thought the story and the characters that we met, I thought was really good. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with Aaron. It at times felt like a lot, and even like with the whole Rick bit, it <laughs> the Rick felt bit. like God. I don't know. Like maybe there, I don't know if I wanted there to be more there. I honestly probably wanted there to be less. Probably didn't even want it to happen. See, so, <laughs> and I was hoping against hope that we wouldn't see the trash people anymore. Yeah, I mean, but we knew because Jadis is isn't she a series regular now? Right. Did she get and promoted? She's actually, she's been. Directing some episodes or writing one or the other. Oh, she needs to stick with that. Yes. And, uh, because the trash people are just useless. 
that I don't see what purpose they serve. And another thing that I hate about, not another thing, but the main thing that I hate about when there's a bunch of stories happening at once is everybody makes stupid decisions. So many dumb decisions were made during this episode, and you would think eight seasons in that these people would know better than to act dumb, but they just don't. Yeah. And that's a little frustrating. Are you referring to, well, I mean, more than just Rick? Yeah. Carl, like, oh, yeah. oh, we're going to attack this group of walkers eating the deer when we could just easily walk by. It's kind of stupid. He's very, like, pushoverable. <laughs> he is. <laughs> like, Carl falls down all the time. I, my dad used to yell at me whenever I played baseball because I was a very dramatic baseballer. I would always fall down or oh, dive geez. for the ball. Like, whenever I was young, I just always had to be jumping or falling. And I feel like Carl's the same way. Right. Anytime he encounters a walker, it just it overtakes him. Because he's a short little fella, mm-hmm. and he always ends up with a lot of walkers on top of him. Right. <laughs> Instead of using the gun that they have, which because yeah. bullets bullets are not in short supply. We've already proven mm-hmm. that this season. Just waste them. Empty the whole clip into one, and then you probably got three more on That's your right. person. You'll be yeah. fine. It's nothing to worry about. Yeah. All right, but let's start at the beginning. Let's start with the letters that they're passing back and forth to each other. I thought other. that was cool. All of it? You thought all of it was cool? Well, I like the idea of like them communicating like that and being like separate uh, communities. And I don't know, I guess just the thought of like, maybe this is the first time where they know each other is like still alive and well, mm-hmm. but they're not like close enough to have a face-to-face conversation. Right. So they're communicating through these letters. And that, mm-hmm. felt, that felt cool because it was like having... A face-to-face dialogue, but over over letter. It felt like they were all pen pals. <laughs> like, right, right, right. We just fought a war together, and now we're talking still. Yeah. And I, I liked it. I like the idea. And I like how they can communicate that way. And there's no need to like send a writer all the way from the kingdom to Alexandria. Let's just True. leave a note, tell you what happened. Hey, we thought we were doing good. We got ambushed. Only three of us survived. Um, I don't know. It felt a little weird as a cold open, but I, yeah. it, it, it worked. Yeah. It's, yeah. It kind of set the tone for the episode. Sure. Like, okay. <laughs> a lot of things happening. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, this, we are in the middle of the war. It's tough. It's scary. We're winning. We've lost some people, but we're winning the battles. So we need to finish this, and that's yeah. still the plan. Yeah. To me, it just, like, added a different, like, drama to it, where, like, whenever they were reading it, and it's like, you know, pretty much everybody in the kingdom and... Like, all their fighters are gone, and it happened within seconds. And sure. Like, yeah. That was just like, oh, man. That would hit heavy if you're reading that in a letter. Yeah. Like, it was like we were doing good, um, but now we're all dead. Except yeah. for the three of us that yeah. uh, made it back. Crazy. Yeah. All right. So, Rick and the Heapsters. What, or the trash people. The garbage pill kids. Whatever the hell you want to sure. call them. What, I don't understand why Rick is going to them. Because... They, they've they already said, and they stated, all right, we don't interfere, we just take. Yeah. And we picked Negan's side, but that doesn't mean anything. I shot you. Um, mm-hmm. You grazed me. No, 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 I shot you. Left you for dead. Betrayed you. Uh, why are you here? You know, but I said it sure. in more words yeah. than she did. Yeah, you did. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Shot you. Why? Right, I can't, I can't bring myself to talk that way. And... I don't want to dwell on the fact that they talk the way that they do. It's the worst. Because there's no way, there's no reason to explain it. There's no, there's no reason for them to talk the way they do. I mean, she even makes a comment. He talks too much. Shut up. It's, it's like they were called, 
that felt a little on the nose. Felt like, yeah, okay, we know. We yeah, know what yeah. we're doing. So we're just going to point it out. The elephant in the room, yeah, we don't talk much. I, I don't know. I'm feeling like particularly harsh. For to them, me, it's, or... it's like the laziest writing in the show to well, me. Well, maybe like, it's difficult. Have you ever tried to write a sentence with taking out all the is, parts of a sentence? But it's also like frustrating. Like just hearing them talk, I'm like, God, just speak normal. Right. Well, Say something. Not much time has passed. Not enough time for you to just totally invent yeah, a new like language. You lost all of these other words? Okay. Or you lost <laughs> sentence structure? When yes. did that happen? It, it doesn't matter when it happened. It happened. It, the point is, is we all know it hasn't been long enough for their <laughs> dialect to change or for sentences to no longer be important. Maybe that's so where they lived before. They had to decide to do. Much like the kingdom. They had to decide to talk like that. Away from Tamiyo. Oh, Away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, but what is Rick's motivation? What is he doing? Like, why does he need them on their team? Because he basically says, you either with us and you don't help the saviors, or we're going to destroy you. That's the thing. Is like, he's not even really asking for their help. It's like he's showing up there alone, and he's kind of flexing a little bit. Yeah. But I'm like, why are you flexing in this situation? Like, why are you trying to be a badass to these people and say, like, hey, you know, you're either for us or against us. If you're against us, we're going to kill you. You right. know, like, I think maybe he's, he's just trying to make their fight easier in the end. Like, if you lower the numbers of the saviors, it won't be as tough to fight him. And if you can convince these people just to leave you alone um, and stay out of the fight, maybe it'll make it easier. That's sure. the only thing I could come up with. As to why you would even take the time to go over there. Okay. If you were thinking of it from a writer's perspective, what would you think, like, what would be the reasoning for this? Like, what would you hope the future outcome will end up being? I don't know. That that the heapsters, that they don't bother you in the future. Right. And that we could get them off the show, maybe. The only thing I can think is, like, some sort of, like, group development um, where... I don't know. I'm probably pretty close-minded whenever I'm thinking of this, but like them having to also just like show force and wipe out the dumpster diver, the <laughs> the trash people. kids, yeah, to like wipe them out and show more force. I don't know if that like progresses them as a group to where certain parts, like Maggie in the hilltop, are like, "Whoa, we don't really want to just wipe them out." And then right. you have like ruthless people, or maybe Ezekiel comes out and he's like, "No, nah, I want to kill everybody." You know, so like, everybody. Needs I don't know to what. Die. It, yeah, I don't know what it could be, but man, I always have to like think of situations like that when when they force Rick into that mm-hmm. situation and be like, what is the outcome? Like, what is the hope from this? I don't know. Yeah, I agree. And that's all we really see from Rick is she says, no, we are not going to join with you. And then they lock him up in a container. And that's all we see of Rick. Yeah. Until the very end where he's <laughs> naked looking out a glory hole, which is. Yeah. Oh. There's multiple glory holes for, <laughs> know, different, right? for different size people. That's right. <laughs> Okay, where do you want to go next? The widow or the king? Oh, um, it's at the widow. Okay. Margaret. <laughs> God. As, as, um, that would have been enough for me. Like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Get out of here. So, I've told you before, call me Maggie. Yeah. Um, she's really in a tough spot. And Jesus has put her in a situation that is a hard decision as a leader. Sure. You know, like, learn, 
basically threw her to the fire. Like, hey, we need a leadership decision. And it's a really, really tough one. And there's probably not a good answer either way. So why don't you go ahead and make it? Yeah. It's one of those one of those choices where either decision, people are unhappy. There's no making everyone happy in this situation. Right. And But, I mean, I feel like a lot of people that don't speak up, they're probably, they don't know. Like, what do I say? Sure. She's yeah. got Gregory, who very strongly feels one way, and Jesus, who very strongly feels the other way, and everyone else is kind of like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would do in your situation. I'm glad it's not yeah. me making the decision. Yeah. That's what I like about Maggie, and I think this is more just development and showing what a great leader she is, mm-hmm. because she, it would be easy for her to just hear out Jesus' side and say, yes, we'll do this without me you know, really thinking about the whole situation. But she even lets Gregory talk. She How does. annoying it is, but she she allows him to deliver an angle, to, to deliver a different side. And she chooses from that what will be better. And she decides from that who to trust and who not to trust. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Gregory's going to give his advice unsolicited anyway. And so, because he still is struggling with the fact that he's not in charge. He wants things yeah. done his way, even though nobody's listening to him. But uh, it would be hard, though, to come back to a community where you were the leader two weeks ago, and all of a sudden you're not. And sure. The, and this girl has kind of stepped in and taken your role. That would be tough pill to swallow. Yeah. And even how annoying Gregory is in in that room whenever they both were talking, he was making some good points. Yeah. And... It's hard, you know. Yeah, and he's not wrong. Like, you can't yeah. let these people in here with us. Yeah. Like, they're not all of them, but there's at least a couple that to escape will kill us all or hurt us or do whatever they can to get out because yeah. we have them prisoner. It's going to take a while for them to feel like just prisoners and not try to escape because they hate us and they want to take over where we are. Yeah. And I feel like this is one of those situations where it's going to end bad. There's like, no way it can't. Like it's there's it's gonna come to a bad part and but it's it's gonna develop her more as a leader because sure. leaders have to make decisions that are still the right decisions that end wrong mm-hmm. and you know but then get to walk away from it saying I still made the right decision. Right. Yeah. So Okay, so Gregory advises her to build a gallows, which seems like overkill. Like, you don't have to hang We're them. in the kingdom. Right. I mean, why do they need to be hung? If you're going to you kill them. You have plenty them, of bullets. Stop talking about saving bullets. Well, even that. I mean, just use a knife. <laughs> I know. Got, I mean, there's no reason to con- use your wood to construct a gallows yeah. just for show. Like, Terminus was doing it all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here, lean over this trough. Eat them. All right, lean over this trough and we'll handle this. Yes. So the, I think they only said that, though, because we hear construction happening. And sure. Jesus looking through the wall, and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's happening? What are yeah. they building in there? It's kind of terrifying. Right. They're building a pig pen. <laughs> right. So they build a prison. A uh, nice little pen. Pretty, pretty uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty what? A pretty weak prison. Sure. <laughs> it was pretty, uh, like, shackish. Well, yeah, and flimsy. You know, where they going to go to the bathroom for one? There's just, oh, like just it's going to be a community decision. Like, all right, that corner, that corner is that's the, the shitting corner over there. If you need to shit, go over there. If you need to pee, go through the fence and get yeah. it outside the pen. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, is there any girls in that group? Uh, there was a couple, I think. Oh, 
They're up shit creek. Yeah, they don't Literally. matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. They're prisoners. You, That's right. <laughs> I'm totally you, kidding. Totally you forfeited kidding. your rights. Yeah. I don't care about your rights anymore. <laughs> we, we, it's the apocalypse. There's no government here. Yeah. I make the rules. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the savior guys? Like the one long haired dude is just a piece of shit. Sure. They, uh, like they've done a good job of making me hate him. <laughs> And, you know, for a minor character that hasn't done much, I really despise him. Sure. Yeah, no, I mean, it's cool because they have the other dude who who at one point even... Dude, he looks so familiar. He does. It's, and I, it, don't, I can't pinpoint it. I can't either. I was going to look it up before the episode, but yeah. I, w- I was hoping that I could just remember it. Yeah. Because it's one of those things, like, I want to figure this out on my own, but... But he's like one of those, those tough, those tough calls, so... Immediately, whenever that guy was talking about how like he's just a worker, and he was there, and he just kind of got caught at the wrong time in the wrong place, I immediately went back to Band of Brothers. Oh sure. Whenever they they meet the German, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm from Oregon." I'm like, what? Why are you here? He's like, "I answered the call." Whatever. It says like people getting caught in the wrong place at the wrong time, just like taking care of their family, doing what they can to survive. And then now this guy's in this situation. So it was really relatable in that way to like see like, man, he's not just like they're painting pictures of of saviors not just being people who are pillaging and raping civilization. Right, you right, know? Right. Like he's he's a person and he was just doing he was surviving. He was doing literally what everyone in Rick's group would do if Rick wasn't there. Right. It's just the group that they ended up with yeah. at the time. And I like that they're doing that. They're making us see the difference between the people who are in charge of the saviors and then the people who were just there working, trying to live their life. Yeah. And they're relying on the higher ups of the people like Negan and Simon and all those other crazy ass people right. to handle things outside of the world, outside of their little community. But the people in the community are kind of oblivious and they are just trying to survive. And Rick's, group is pretty much the epitome of evil. Yeah. Like you're coming in trying to disrupt our way of life. You're killing us innocent people who haven't done shit yeah. just because we happen to end up with them. Right. And I think it's adding a wrinkle to the whole situation. Like before, if it had just been them killing Negan and the other people that were there when Abraham and Glenn got their head mashed in, I wouldn't care. But they're making me be like, oh shit. This this is not as black and white as we yeah. think it is, which is nice. Yeah, and I haven't made it this far in the comics, so I don't know if there's any like odds um, or like if there's any like the different you know hilltop in the kingdom and Alexandria if they ever become at odds with each other. But I feel like there's like there's these little roots and these beginnings of things that could kind of pit them against each other at times. Maybe just even the way they make decisions. Sure. I mean, it's nice. Each, And we've talked about this before, and I like that the episode is called The Widow, Rick, and The King. Well, not in that order. But these three leaders lead their communities differently, and they're three separate communities yeah. that are going to live in harmony, which basically means we may work together, we're not going to fight each other and trade goods and stuff like that, but don't tell us how to do what we're right. doing. Which is so interesting because, like, Maggie and Rick, you can't say this for Ezekiel, but like Maggie and Rick are so close and they've been so close. And Rick even says, after all of this, like, I'll be following you, you know? So there's this weird dynamic that's forming, like, because I, I know for a fact 
that if those group of prisoner saviors would have rolled up to Alexandria and Rick would have been there, what would have been the decision? Oh, dead. <laughs> dead. They're, they're done. Like, it wouldn't have even been a question. He'd been like, well, uh, just, no, I'll do it right now. Did clack, you just bring clack, them clack, here clack, for clack. me to kill? <laughs> yeah. Like, is that, is that what they're doing? You're offering to me? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and then after he killed yeah. them all, he'd be like, what? I need a bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's my hatchet? Yeah. Where's my hatchet? So yeah, it's it's interesting. I I enjoy the the change and the dynamic to each each group. And so they, they yeah, threw Gregory in with them. Right. Awesome. Yeah. It was so justified. And he's and just crying like a little baby. She's like, like, "What are you doing?" You warned me about you know wolf being around the sheep. Well, because oh, Gregory. So and she confronted him on it, like, you didn't do this to save the hilltop. You did this to save yourself. Yep. Stop saying that this was you were being benevolent or whatever. You are being a coward and trying to save your own ass. That's right. And make it as least painful as possible. Oh, that felt so good. I thought they were just going to, like, exile him, push him out of the town. But I thought that, too. It's great to put him in a place around people who will hate him as well. And honestly, he doesn't really have anywhere else to go. Because if he had tried to go to the kingdom or Alexandria after the shit oh, that yeah. he pulled, no. they would have killed him. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of doing him a favor. And he can't go back to the saviors either. No, no, there's he no, can't. There's no safe place for him. He, yeah. He's got to do a lot of work to try and earn some trust back. I guess he'll everybody. have to walk out to, to L.A. or Mexico. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. So Maggie, I think she handled it as best as can be expected. And then when she's talking to Jesus later, she's like, yo, yo, these dudes are just bargaining chips. Yeah, Maybe we can yeah. trade them for some of our people. But in the end, no matter what, if we don't trade them, they, they're not living through this. Yeah. We cannot keep them alive. And I, I loved that as well. Because it was like she she took the advice of two people, of Jesus and Gregory. She filtered it in through her decision and then made like an ultimate choice right? and decision. And she's sticking to it. Like, yes, they're going to live for now. They're a bargaining chip, but this isn't permanent. Right. Yeah. So. Which is nice. I love it. I love, I love Maggie leading. I do too. Her accent's getting a little thick, but, uh, Dude, she when you hear her in interviews, she's like not even British anymore. I know <laughs> she just sounds. It's like, like a, I've been talking like Maggie too long. I, I know, can't, can't help it. All right, let's talk about the king before we talk about the little side side quests. Ezekiel is holed up in his little <coughs> castle, you might say, yeah. with uh, Jerry guarding, and uh, he's not coming out. Yeah, uh, he just can't. He's sulking. Yeah, he's he's mourning. He's he. Shiva is dead, and I just don't know how to deal with it. That would suck. That would suck. One day you have a badass tiger, and the next you don't have a tiger. But I liked her in his interaction with Carol. And I think that was more Carol than it was Ezekiel. Yeah. But, I mean, Ezekiel didn't do bad. But she finally goes in after this little kid follows her around and tries to hit walkers in the kneecap with a, <laughs> with a stick. Idiot. I love how she yells at kids. I hope to yell at kids like that one day. Well, she's like, what the hell? Are you, what are you doing? I like, know. get out of here. Like, Don't follow me. I said, don't yeah. follow me. Don't talk to me. I'm done with you. Yeah. So I like that Ezekiel is like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I played a role. I can't do it anymore. I'm done. Leave me alone. And she turns around 
And she doesn't make it about the kingdom. She makes it personal. Yeah. Like, why did you come to visit me? Mm-hmm. What is she looking for? She's like, I was fine. <laughs> What's she looking for? Yeah. Like, does she want him to say, I just wanted to come see you because well, I have feelings of yeah. you. The thing I love it, I love about her is how she said, like, you know, you have to play a role. You have to act. Like, I act every day. Yeah. Like, I do this every day. I'm putting on, you know, this this Carol you see. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not this Carol, but I act. I do this every day. And it's true. Like, mm-hmm. she's been she's been faking it, uh, you know, beginning of Alexandria. And, like, every group she comes in contact with, she's... She's a different character yeah. and she fakes it and she's whatever she needs to be in the moment because mm-hmm. she is a survivor. Like, and I think in a way she's been faking it all the way, you know, back to season one where she was like, With Ed. where she was a beat down housewife. Yeah. Like she was playing that role to survive. She's a survivor. She did what she needed to do. And then after that, she thrived. She flourished. Right. And well, and yeah. I love, I feel like we called this. With Jerry, and because he he was guarding, and he said yeah. Ezekiel said I don't have to do this anymore, but I got to. It's yeah. just who I am. This is yep. what I got to do, and I don't listen to all the Walking Dead shows. Sure, but I feel like we were the ones that got it right. That's right. Because we're like Jerry, and when he said I've got to, dude, this is this is the role that I'm playing for mm-hmm. me to survive in this world. I have to be a knight. With a king to defend and guard yeah. and a kingdom to protect. That's what I got to do. Yeah. And I'm going to keep doing it, even if you don't want to be the king anymore. I knew. I knew the whole time I'm not an idiot. Yeah. But that's what I had to do. Yeah. And he's a puzzle piece for for Ezekiel, I think, coming out of this. Sure. Like he is crucial to coming out of the funk and becoming who he needs to be again. Because he's a reminder of like... No, this isn't about you. This isn't about your tiger. This is about how we've been inspired and what roles we're taking on now. Mm -hmm. Like, this is about us taking ownership in the kingdom and in our community. Like, yeah, you're the king, but you're this, like, this this cogwheel that is making everything else turn. And we're going to keep turning. It's just going to be a lot harder. Right. And Carol tried to point that out. You inspired them to build this place. You inspired them to fight. You inspired them to do what needed to be done. You need to keep that shit up mm-hmm. because that is your job. You can play a role. You can act. We all have seen it. We all know it. Just do it. I loved that, dude. Melissa McBride is seriously so fun to watch. Yeah. She's a really great actor. But still, through that all, Ezekiel's like, I can't. And I'm just like, all right, now you're being a baby. <laughs> yeah. You're being a little okay. girl. Yeah. Nothing wrong with girls. But you, you just nut up and yeah. do it. Like yeah. you, you have a role to play. You can't yeah. just quit because things got a little tough. This is the way the world works now. You got to keep going. You got to keep doing what you need to do. Yeah, he'll come out of it. I, I think he will. Full faith, because yeah, sure, he said he can't, but that meant yes, I can. Yes, I yes can. means no. Yeah. <laughs> no means yes. What's your safe word? More, <laughs> more. <laughs> okay, so then we got a little side quests. Michonne and Rosita. Yes, it's about time we've seen some Michonne. I forget how bad she got her ass beat. She got whooped. I mean, I, I'd forgotten. Like, but like, it was bad. Like, oh yeah, it was real she was bad, like unrecognizable. Yeah, and I'm she was surprised that she lived through it, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then Rosita gets shot, and so, but they're both like, "Yeah, we're gonna go look at the sanctuary because we got to see it." 
Yep. Just um, need to see it. Both of us need to heal. Probably not in any real good shape to do this, but we're going to go anyway. Yeah. And they stumble upon this <laughs> school cache of items. Supplies. And su- supply outposts and that they weren't aware of. glue guns. Do you think Dwight knew about it? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. And what are no, they doing? Know. They hear music, like a choir singing or something right. like that. It's like joy to the world. Trend. Yeah. And uh, they're planning a way to get the walkers away from the sanctuary, which is really a good idea. I never thought about that. But you, know, you just hook a bunch of speakers up to a truck, play music really loud. Then walkers are yeah, going to follow. Drive. Good idea. Yeah. Smart. But Michonne kicks the ball. <laughs> yeah. And everybody knows that she's there all of a sudden. It's not like a ball couldn't fall off a shelf and roll. Yeah. Which was funny because, like, Rosita was definitely in a position where she had, like, tactical advantage. Sure. And then she stands up behind the shelf. And I'm like, damn it, why'd you move? Right. I, I mean, surely you played hide and seek right. or anything. Like, I don't know. I just discovered early on in hide and seek, if I hide, even if it's in a very obvious place, right? if I don't move... It's much harder to spot me. Right. It is. Because you're looking for movement. That's what your eyes are trained (laughs) to do. You were looking at them. That means you could have shot them. It's like I'm a damn T-Rex, you know? I I only see movement. If you just hold still, I think you're a bush. You're blind. Yeah. I'm I'm invisible. (laughs) Yeah. So that was funny. And it was... was (laughs) So Rosita searching through all the boxes to find a gun because she drops her gun. Under a shelf. Yes. It, it just happens to slide right underneath she the shelf. She just runs away. Right. <laughs> I, I don't need that gun anymore. So but, she finds a hot glue gun. Right. Arts and crafts. But then after that, she Rocket finds launcher. a RPG, which was great. Oh, man. Man, there's always moments, not always moments, but sometimes like you're watching a movie and something happens and you like don't expect it. You just say out loud. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I felt like that too. I was like, what? <laughs> and that's totally what I thought, because the, the dude was like, sweetie. You won't. You're not going to use that here. And she doesn't even hesitate. And he, just a blood he splatter. Bursted. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And like, I'm watching it at lunch today at like Whataburger. And I yeah. said that out loud. I'm like, oh, shit. That's great. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. My fry was super hot. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's great. It was it was awesome. I love that she shot him. I did too. I was like, man, that made that made my day. Yeah, yeah. And then the lady tries she to takes off in the truck. That part was great too. It's just like she's driving away with speakers, and Daryl full speed with the dump truck rams her, and right. without hesitating, just gets out and shoots <laughs> shoots her in the head. She mad fuck you been she's dead. Like, gah, gah, gah. Have you watched The Punisher yet? I've watched the first and half of the second episode. Okay. Well, there's an episode where it's like two cars playing chicken uh-huh. going head on. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, <laughs> a truck <laughs> comes in from the side and just hits one. And that's what it made me Unfair. think of. I was like, what? So it was a little fortuitous that Daryl yeah. and Tara were there. But they're on a mission as well. Yes. And they're on a mission to do bad things. Yes. They want to end the war now. Even though Rick keeps saying over and over, there's a plan. There's a plan in place. We're going to stick to the plan. Daryl and Tara are hell-bent on revenge. They they don't give a shit about... I don't think they really care about the plan and winning the war. They want vengeance. And they're hoping that their vengeance yeah. will be the tool that ends the war. It's tough, too, because from Daryl's perspective, like, I think he's where we all are. You know, thinking, sure. Rick, why are you going over there? 
Like this is it's just getting annoying. Yeah. Like why go? Why over waste there? your time? Yeah, like let's keep this let's keep it going. Like was this part of the plan? Right. Because they have the sanctuary surrounded and I get that they're trying to get him to exhaust supplies. And they've left snipers, so if anyone opens the door, they'll get picked off. And that's fine. Cool. Good idea. But, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to show up and have them surrender and try to live together with them? Or are you going to show up and, like, make a public execution of Negan? Like, what right. is it? What is the ultimate plan here? Right. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, in Rick's mind, he wants to have Negan and his superior, like, his right-hand men all on their knees, and he wants to do what they did to him. Sure. To his people. I mean, and just to Negan. I don't think he wants to kill all the generals. I just think he wants Oh, to... I'd be surprised if he didn't. Would you? I feel like he wants... He wants death. I think he's hell-bent on that, but I think... I think he's like Negan, where Negan... And this is one way they're similar. Negan said, I only kill people that need to be killed, and I kill as few people as necessary to make a point. And sure. I think if he does it to Negan... I think he thinks, like, I just need to kill Negan, because the rest of these people, and they've even proven it, they are not capable of leading the sanctuary without Negan. Right. They're not near as charismatic or as good of leaders. The people don't care about them. So if they see someone, if the people see someone take out Negan, they'll know what their place is. Yeah. Only hang mean bastards. That's right. Mean bastards, you gotta hang. They gotta hang. That door's a whore. That door's a whore. You need two boards. <laughs> Nail it. Shot. I watched that the other night. Dude, that's such a good movie. Great movie. I have all the pop figures. Yep. So, yeah. Do we do we cover everything? I don't think we missed anything. No? I mean, if we did, that's all right. We, cool. we can hit the big parts. Overall, I think it was a good episode. Obviously, yeah. there's... You know, I, I'm with Aaron. There was a lot going on. A sure. lot of moving pieces. Sure. Things could be simplified, but also it's like... This could have been. It's, it's hard to simplify. His it point was: ways. this could have been an extended episode. No, I feel you. And it could have been. I mean, another thirty minutes would have done a better thing for and storytelling. Didn't they, how many extended episodes did they sign for? I think they're all second year. half of the season. Okay. Oh, think, all of them. Wow. I think so. Okay. I think maybe the the finale that would that would be good, finale though. might be extended. <laughs> they should save them. Yeah. Yeah, because there's like timeouts in a basketball game. Right, and I haven't been disappointed with season eight at all. I've enjoyed it. I think they've done a good job. I enjoyed this episode. There's only been a couple times where I'm like, eh, but I've enjoyed it as a whole. Which which is interesting, because I know, I mean, there's so many. Walking Dead's one of those shows that blew up so fast whenever it began. Right around like the second to third season, it was Mm -hmm. just a huge show. Tons of people were watching it. And, you know, you're going to see those articles where it's like, oh, ratings are dropping. Ratings are going up. Ratings are dropping. And I think every show goes through that. I think every show getting into the eighth season is going to go through that. And you're going to have people who enjoy the show. And that's I I think that's what I was saying at the very beginning of of this season is like, man, you got to decide if you like the show. Yeah. And at this point, I do. I tell people, I'm like, don't watch it. If you haven't watched the show, don't watch it. Because it's you were eight seasons in, 115, 116 episodes in or something like that. Like, 
No, it's such yeah. a time commitment. Yeah, like let us know if y'all agree with that because I feel like uh, around the third season, I was always convincing people like, "Oh, right. you got to check out the show; it's so great." But I mean, and it comes nowadays to point. I'm like, yeah, "Don't even." And like, I, it's almost the same with Game of Thrones. I'm like, "Yes, you should watch it. <laughs> I know, but you should watch it." But so much. I mean, there's so much. Like, if you're gonna watch it, you need to decide. Like, okay, for these two weeks, the only thing I'm gonna watch is Game of Thrones or Walking Dead, and I'm just like. But yeah. what I at, at this point I wouldn't I would pick a new show that's only like one or two seasons <laughs> and call in, it your show right and pick and watch that yeah. and then if you have a bunch of free time or whatever if you get sick if you have an extended hospital stay sure go for it yeah but and it's it's one of those things where I feel like around the third and fourth season there was a lot of people who they watched the show because they enjoyed the the social interaction with yes. it. Because Facebook was fun, because like people would post about the show afterward and go, "Oh, no spoiler alerts, yeah. please!" And you know, it was like there was a lot of social interaction to it. Where Game of Thrones absolutely has that to a yeah. full extent. Sure. Also, much more budget and HBO. Yeah. So, yeah. but I mean, so now there's not that. There's not the like social factor to it. There's just right. like I like the show. I'm connected to the characters. I want to see it through to the end, right. and I'm here. Right. So. One other big piece of news this week that we need to discuss. They announced the crossover Rip. character. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little disappointed, but I think it's just because I had my heart set on Abraham. Um, yeah. And I think Morgan is a great character. Lenny James is a tremendous actor. I don't want to take anything away from him at all. But I was like, man, Abraham, if they bring Abraham back and we can just see Abraham it's kicking we're ass. missing Abraham. Yeah, so much. I mean, talk about the most needless death in the history of the series. Like, there's no need for him to go. It no. just pisses me off. Yeah. Like, it still makes me angry sometimes. And I think that's why they would say it's not needless, because it makes us angry. But also, man, it, I feel like they subtracted such amazing, amazing right. performances. Right. I agree. Like, we all knew Glenn was going to die. Yeah, that's fine. But Abraham, whatever. So, Lenny James, Morgan... Being in Fear of the Walking Dead, what what are your thoughts initially? Um, so here's the thing with that: I think Fear the Walking Dead is in desperate need, and and has been since their beginning of somebody that. And I don't want to say this because I feel like this season of Fear the Walking Dead, it was so much better. Oh yeah, it was. like it was just worlds beyond the other stuff that they've they've done. But Morgan, Lenny James, is he's like another step as far as like acting and like his character has so much depth mm -hmm. where like bringing in some character like like Morgan, who is who's so deep in so much content to his story and mixing that into a story that maybe the characters aren't as deep and that there's not as much, you know, weight behind them. Yeah. I think that that'll help a lot yeah, with it. So it, it sucks. Like, I don't want to lose him. And that's why I was like really hoping for Abraham. Cause I'm like, cool. Abraham switches there. And mm -hmm. so the only thing I'm assuming is, is they're pulling this like up to present day? Maybe, I don't know. Like, I don't know, I don't know what it's going to be. Is this, Morgan in his downtime in his you know think, seasons past, but he was local, was he not? Well, he was in clear mode, but was he not still like around 
the same areas like he was because that's where yeah. that's where Rick found him. Rick, so, Rick went back and he found him. But after that, uh, with uh, I forget the dude's name that gave him the, sure. the staff. Well, there's some time Jeez, between man. yeah between then and uh, when we saw him in season six again. Like we don't know exactly where he was. So and, this has to be Morgan after he fights Jesus and walks away, right? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's going to be pre-story. See, that's so weird to me. I think, and it might even be before we meet Rick. Like, it might be before before Morgan meets Rick. That's what I was thinking. Whoa. Because Rick was in a coma. We have no idea how long he was in a coma. So, it could be Morgan getting to Rick's hospital, like that but, story. But how would that work? Because Morgan had already lived in that house with his, his wife and son. Yeah, but not for, we don't know for how long. We don't like. Oh, really, and actually, that wasn't their house. That was their neighbor's house, right? Rick's neighbor's house. Yeah, we don't know how long Rick was in a coma. I'm. We've all assumed it wasn't very long. So you think with Morgan comes Morgan's wife? Yeah. Oh, and Dwayne. She's a. Uh, she's in another show. Well, it, may, it doesn't have to be the same character, <laughs> the <laughs> same actress. But I don't know because I don't see how they could jump the timeline. Because if they just left us after this big, huge damn explosion and the the. Uh, the party kind of split up and then just like go to the future. That'd be weird. I don't that think, would be weird. I don't think that work. I think it's got to be prequel stuff to where yeah. they are in the walking dead. That is weird. So do you think it's only going to be for a couple episodes? That would be, God, be that would suck. It needs to be at least a whole season because if it's a couple episodes, then it's like, okay, now we're just losing Morgan. Right. I think it's got to be for a whole season and we know he's not going to die. So there's not going to, they better not try to do any situation. Do you situations. think Morgan comes back eventually? To The Walking Dead? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he does. Um, For the end? Yeah. So I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Like you said, Morgan's got a really deep, rich backstory. And we know a lot about him in the past. So I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know how much more we need to know about Morgan's past. Um which is why I was more interested in someone like Abraham. Sure. Because we've just kind of heard about it, but we haven't seen flashback episodes of Abraham like we have for Morgan. And Morgan is a season one guy for The Walking Dead. So we've known him for a long-ass time. So we'll see. I I do think Lenny James is going to do a great job, and I think it'll add to Which makes it only four more season one people. Yeah. So I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Surprising, and I'm interested. I hope they do a good job with it. Um, and they give Morgan something for the role to really shine. Sure. And it's not just like a filler like they did with the crossover for the flight. Oh, like, again, yeah, yeah. we're going to be in two episodes, and basically what it's going to be is you're going to get in a raft, I'm going to cut you off my boat, and then I'm going to kill you next time I see you. That's it. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. But let us know what you think. Let us know if you're excited about that happening, if you don't care about it happening, yeah. if you miss Morgan already. I'm interested to hear. Yeah, either way. It it certainly caused a buzz, so we'll see. Yes. I'm hopeful. Man, we got two more episodes until the break. And you need a break. You you got stuff coming up. You're going to need it. Oh, man. Are we going to do anything at all over the break? Plan. Plan. (laughs) At dawn, we plan. We're, uh, yeah, we are not announcing anything because we're terrible at that. Right. But me and JD have been talking, and we we want to work on some things. Yeah, we've got some so we're ideas. excited. Yeah, for and, a little break. Yeah, we are. Well, and <laughs> holidays, and we've been going crazy. We've been going hardcore for a long time. So a couple weeks yeah. off will be a nice thing. 
Yeah. Um, but for you guys, there's a couple things you can do. We've got two episodes left, but if you don't follow us on Twitter, we would love for you to. You could follow our show Twitter, at FearInthCast, or you can follow either of our personal Twitters. I'm at RealJDLee. I'm at VRTJason. And please talk to us. Like, Aaron always talks to us. Me and him had a very long conversation this week about Negan and how the ratings have fallen since Negan showed up and what we think the writers need to give Negan the chance, more Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the chance to let Negan become kind of his own yeah. and not stick so hard to the comics because it's really the only character where they're a slave to the comics instead yeah. of realizing it's a different medium. Yeah. It's a very good conversation. And I think one thing we want to do moving forward is I think we want to value, uh, those of you who enjoy the show and communicate with us yeah. about it. So, um, there's going to come a time very soon where I would I would love to ask some questions yeah. of things we could do, things you'd like to see. On it, we want to get people more involved. We want yeah. this to not feel like a show so much, but more like a community yeah. of friends talking about a show we like. Right? Because like I got my balls busted a ton this week for saying that I don't like you. Like when, like Wait, just what? just you or like exclamation points and texting. I got oh, so oh, many, <laughs> got so many tweets. Hey, I got so many tweets where they just do an exclamation point, and I was like, "What the hell?" Damn it! I I I reveal one thing to you people, and you just That's take right. advantage of me. It's hurtful. It's Good. hurtful. Keep doing that. No, it was lovely. I, I enjoyed it very much. So follow us on Twitter, and if you want to send us a longer form uh, communication, you can always hit us up on email fear at nthcast dot com, and then check out our website fearinthcast.com all that stuff is on there and you can uh, listen to old episodes uh, check out our Patreon if you want to support us and then follow our Twitters yeah alright wonderful we did it we did it happy Thanksgiving to all yes hope you had a great time with family you're enjoying uh, the holidays and you're looking forward to Christmas but until then fight the dead fear the nthcast